Welcome back everyone to another episode of Blessed is She That Believed. This is season one, episode 13. I can't believe we're at episode 13 already, but hey, we are here. Praise God. Um, First, I want to say uh, happy, well not, I don't like saying happy Memorial Day because that gives it the connotation that it's a positive And it's actually a day of remembrance of those who gave their lives for our country. So I want to um, keep them in remembrance, the families who lost loved ones who died to fight for the freedoms that we now have. And I want to say thank you to the families. Thank you for your um, loved one who's no longer here. Thank you for sharing them with us. And I also want to shout out every veteran of the United States Armed Forces. Um, I have veterans in my family and, you know, they could have, um, they have been in situations, not could have, they were in situations where they could have lost their lives. So um, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's in the Armed Forces, whether you have already crossed over to the other side or you're still here just thank you for your um sacrifice you sacrifice spending time with your family you sacrifice your own life um by giving it for others who you don't even know so thank you for that um with that being said we're going to start off with a word of prayer to heavenly father i just thank you right now for this time and this this space that you've given me to be able to speak your word father god i pray that it is blessing to those who are listening father god i pray right now that you have your way and that you do the thing that you do so well father god which is show up and speak to the hearts and minds of each and every person who listens Father, whether it's they're listening today or they're listening five years from now, Father God, I just thank you for letting this word take root in their heart. Lord, do a transformation of every mind, every heart right now who will be receiving your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. So I titled this episode, um, Lock Into Your Times and Seasons. And I don't know if y'all have tuned into (laughs) Sarah Jakes Roberts. Uh, sermon from yesterday um from pentecost sunday it's up on youtube where um she her title was called lock in and i'm not just jumping on you know because i know that's going to be a catchphrase lock in lock in no let me tell you what happened my students are being they were being prophetically used and they didn't even know they were being prophetically used by the lord um I have a lot of young men in my second block class who play baseball and sports and things. And they always said, lock in, lock in y'all. We're not locked in. We got to be locked in. Like (laughs) it got to the point where I said, if y'all say lock in one more time, I'll write you up because this is ridiculous. Like stop saying lock in, but they were being used by the Lord. That was the Holy Spirit using them to tell me to lock in because I wasn't locked in. I wasn't tuned into what he was saying. And this ties in so perfectly with what we're going to talk about today because um, I just re-released two of my books. 
Um, one is until the wait is over, when will my season come? And the other is myself, like my solo, my solo book, um, that I released in 2020. Yeah. 2020. That's right. It was 2020 or was it 2021? I can't remember. Anyway, it was released. Yes. I wrote it in 2020 and it was released in the fall of 2020. Um, so that book is blessed is she that believed that's where the, the title for this podcast came from is that book um that's the title of my company like it's it's a lot of like it i can't even go into that coming i, I can't even go into that because it's like it's going to take us in a whole different direction and i got to stick to the point um so that book is being uh, both of those books have been re-released in their ebooks right now however i'm in the process of getting blessed to she that believe to print so it could be a paperback book i'm waiting for the proof to get here so i can go through it with a fine tooth comb word by word line by line um <laughs> i'm going through it and make sure it's right and um then it will be for sale paperback copies will be for sale so um yeah look out for that um also there is another book that is getting ready to be released to ebooks first and then it'll be sent to print it is um my book of declarations that i just the lord put it on my heart and this is where this kind of ties into lock in to your times and seasons um it's a book of declarations to fight anxiety and doubt and it was birthed from me having a panic attack recently um, y'all know I had a, I had surgery um, and one of my ovaries was removed. However, when I have what I've known learned about myself is that when something big or tr- or traumatic is getting ready to happen or has happened, I work through it and it doesn't hit me until later. So I'm like a aftershock with um, traumatic things, with surprising things. It's an aftershock that happens. I go through it and it looks like. I'm understanding what's going on and stuff like that. It doesn't hit me until later. That's when I have the breakdown. That's when the tears come. That's when the anger occurs. So, um, I was getting ready to go back to work. It was the weekend before the weekend of me going back, returning to the classroom. And I had a full on like panic attack. I just, I, it was like, everything just came crashing down on me. Everything. Um, the realization of, oh my gosh, I just lost the ovary. Oh my gosh, I just, oh, this and this. Like, everything just fell on me. And um, praise God for my mom. She happened to come back to my house. She had just left my house. She came back to my house. And she caught me, like, in the middle of it. You know, and she started praying for me. And shortly after, I just sat down and started journaling. You know, get got to get all of that out. You know, and I'm writing in my journal. And... It turned into declarations. I am redeemed. I am loved. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Um, I am the lender, not the bar. You know, just stuff, just stuff just started flowing. And next thing I knew, I, I had 40 declarations and the Lord said, write the book. I'm like, what? Write a book? <laughs> I'm getting ready to go into work. What do you mean? So... Um, yeah, I started writing a book. I sat there for about four hours and had half the book done, but then I stopped and, uh, somebody messaged me and asked me, could I help them with something they had to write or whatever? And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I got that in the bag, you know, but did, I didn't ask the Lord if that was okay. 
Now, in the book of Nehemiah, don't get me started on the chapter and the verse, but give you the summary. Um, Nehemiah was told by the Lord to rebuild the city. I believe if I'm correct, he's, he was told to rebuild the city. So he was on a wall when the people who were trying to plot his downfall, pray on his downfall, they came and asked Nehemiah to come down to them so they could talk. Well, Nehemiah already knew what they were up to. This is why you got to read the Bible. Read the Bible because this is all like true accounts and like this stuff really happened. You know, some people say true, but it's lies. This stuff really happened. And Nehemiah looked at them people because he already knew he had a sense of discernment. This is what we're going to talk about also having a sense of discernment. He said, let me tell y'all something. The Lord told me to start this work. I'm not coming down for y'all. I, I got a work to do. I don't have time to come down there to y'all. Which, of course, that made them mad. But go on and read the rest of Nehemiah and find out what happened. Well, I stopped the work and went down to help somebody. God did not tell me to do that. So I got distracted. I was led all, all, like all off course. I'm staying up late trying to help with this thing. I'm not getting any sleep. All of the time that I should have been putting into my book went towards this thing. It was a distraction and I didn't even see it coming. You want to know why? Because I wasn't in my word like I was supposed to, to be. See, this is why you have to stay in your word because the enemy walks about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. That's his whole purpose, to steal, kill, and destroy. He stole my time. I allowed him to steal my time because he was trying to kill what the Lord put in my heart to do. So he sent a distraction. That's all distractions are, are to steal your time and take your focus to kill whatever it is that God put in you to do. This is why you have to be so vigilant. It says be vigilant. Be what you like. Be vigilant because you have an adversary. You have an enemy who's coming after you. He doesn't see everything that God has in store for you, but he sees enough to know that he got to stop you. Always remember that. So now I'm back at work and I think it was my first week back. Hadn't touched the book. It's 40 declarations. I got to maybe 19 or 20 when I stopped. So I still have half a book left to write, right? I'm back at work and the Lord is like, you need to finish this book. And it wasn't like a still small voice. <laughs> it was like, I'm not playing with you. If you don't get this thing, you better get that. Yes, I am getting it done. I think I stayed up until three o'clock Sunday night. Well, Monday morning writing the rest of my book. But it got done. She didn't act. Listen, the time that you had to take your time writing it. Oh, that's gone because you gave it to the distraction. Ooh. Woo. Gave it to the distraction. That was the time set aside for you to finish the book. You gave that to the distraction. So, yeah, that's your fault. So, I don't care how you get it done. Get it done. Like that. <laughs> that was the Y'all, I got that book done because I felt an urgency. So this leads me to the scripture, Ecclesiastes chapter three. This is the root scripture for this podcast. I'm not reading all the verses. I'm just going to read verse one. But if you read, it's from verses one through eight. To everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. I, I'm going to stop at verse 2. I read too much. But 
Verse one is to everything. There is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Everything is separated because when you put everything that those two words, everything together, that's a collective. But when you separate it, it means every single thing. There is a season to every single thing. There is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. We are under heaven. So there is a purpose and there's a time to our purpose. And there's a purpose for this book getting ready to be released. I don't know, but I feel an, an excitement and an urgency in my spirit for this. And also the Lord dealt with me on re-releasing the other books. He said, no, it's time. It's time. But this is what I want to get across to y'all today. You have to know how to discern your times and seasons. That's why this is the topic. Because if you are not locked into the Holy Spirit, you have got to lock in. You've got to lock into the Lord through the Holy Spirit. You have to. Because if you don't, you will operate outside of the time and season that God is calling you to. And you're going to be out of line and you're going to be in disobedience. And you, you're going to mess yourself up. Trust me, I know these things. I have a very... No, let me scratch that. Scratch that from the record, Lord. I used to have a very hard time with waiting because I get so excited about stuff because the Lord shows me stuff. You know, like Joseph. Yeah, Joseph in the Bible. The Lord gave him visions and stuff um, about his future. He did. He gave him visions. He um, One of the visions was that he was... Uh, not the sun. I mean, the sun is a star, but basically that his um brothers and his family would be worshiping around him. You know, like basically they will worship him. Um, and one time it was um another vision he had. He was um some grain. Y'all listen. I'm trying to give you the short version. Go read it for yourself. Okay, go go mess around and find out about that. All right. He was the grain. He was the corn stalk or the grain or something. And his brothers were also stalks of wheat. And they bowed down to him, to his stalk of wheat. So the first vision, he told both visions to his to his brothers. But the, the second one, he told it to his daddy too. And his daddy got mad and said, oh, so you think we're supposed to be worshiping you around here? You know, like that. And it it's like he was... I don't know how old Joseph was at the time when he got those visions, but he was immature. He he had, he lacked maturity because maturity would say, okay, let me ponder these things in my heart. That's why I love reading about Mary, um, Jesus's mama, because she was a young girl. You know, if we look at it, these girls were young when they got married and um, she was a young girl, but she had enough maturity. She had enough wisdom to know that she needed to ponder what the Lord told her in her heart. She kept that hidden to the point where she didn't even tell her cousin who was also pregnant. Her cousin was older past the time that she should be pregnant. She was pregnant. Her cousin, the Holy spirit fell on her when Mary walked, um, spoke to her, saluted her, gave her greetings. The Holy spirit fell on her and the baby who was John the Baptist while he was inside his mama's stomach to where the Holy Spirit started speaking through her cousin Elizabeth to her, confirming what the angel had already told Mary. And I believe that that happened because Mary probably was still doubting. I mean, we're humans. God knows we're humans and we're going to have doubts. But 
Mary didn't allow the doubt to turn into fear. She just pondered it in her heart. Like, okay, God, I don't know how this is going to work because, you know, but she didn't fear. She didn't speak death over the situation. She didn't speak any death over the situation. She just pondered it. She just wondered about it because we have questions. We're humans. We're going to have questions because his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He knows how everything going to end because he already, he already know. But we, we like, wait a minute. I don't see like it's stuff the Lord has, has shown me. And I'm sitting here like sideways, you know, like, wait, huh? My head tilted to the side. Like, I don't know how that, you know, that's none of my business. I just started saying that that's none of my business. <laughs> that's to keep myself from going to the extreme, trying to plot and plan and figure stuff out. That's none of my business. And when I tell myself that, guess what? I take my foot off the throttle. I take my foot off the gas and I back up. It, it helps. Sometimes I can't stop myself. <laughs> I can't rein myself in. But when, because I started saying that's none of my business, that's God's business, I'm staying out of it. I hear myself say that, so therefore my spirit calms down. If you have a problem like I had, and I and I say past tense had because I'm not going to keep claiming that. I'm not going to keep claiming it. So if you are struggling with that, jumping the gun, jumping ahead, you may want to start saying that's none of my business. That's God's business. So I'm going to back off. And your body will follow. Your mind will follow. Whatever you speak, your mind and your body follow. Remember that. So oh, where was I? Because I went on a tangent there. So yeah um just everything we all have a purpose we all have you gotta and i say lock in because this is the time to for my creatives if you're out there if you're hearing this is the time for you to start a business this is the time for you to write that book to um set up shop with your photography or to to whatever it is that it that god has put into you this is the time to do it i don't care how it looks. Look at Noah. Noah spent 400 years building an ark. He. That nobody had ever seen rain before. They didn't know what rain was. So yeah that looks stupid to him. I thought it was dumb for me to start this podcast. I was like this is the dumbest thing I could have ever done. I done bought a microphone. Ain't got no money to even rub two nickels together. And I'm buying a microphone talking about I'm starting a podcast. Who does that? God told me to do it. <laughs> God told me to do it. So that's what I'm doing. I mean, I thought it was crazy when he presented me writing a book the very first time. I said, I can't write no book. And let me tell you, I think I already said this. Last year around this time, I was working on somebody's website. I was um, building their website and I took a break and I started you know, I went to Canva. That's where I do most of my work from. And I'm on Canva. I ended up designing a logo called the Ready Writer. And I'm like, because it's a verse in Psalms that says, my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. And I'm like, huh, that's a cool design. What's that for? And the Lord said, and I made four different like versions of it. Um, like it's when I say versions, different background colors, stuff like that. Um, and I heard the Lord say, just hold on to it. Okay. <laughs> and so 
it got to the point where I got very um, complacent towards the end of last year. I was just like, you know, everything isn't going the way I, I wanted to go. But hey, you know what? I'm still alive. I'm grateful to be alive. I'm just grateful to be here. I, you know, I'm just going to sit down and rest my bones spiritually. You know, like, I'm just going to continue to trust the Lord. You know, thinking about, like, my future as far as, like, relationships, marriage, kids. It's like, you know, maybe it's just not for, meant for me. Maybe I'm going to be like the Apostle Paul and just do this thing solo dolo. You know, ride with the Lord. Be down with God. Like four flat tires, you know what I'm saying? We're going to ride to the wheels fall off. I'm cool with that. Like, I really was. I was very, like, content at that point in time. Well, the Lord sent somebody to wake me up. Well, my spirit right up. Uh-uh, what you doing? <laughs> Minding my business? Like, seriously, this is the conversation I had with this person. He was like, wait a minute. Um, You got a lot of stuff you need to be doing. Why you just not? Why aren't you utilizing the gifts God gave? Hold up, who sent you? Did Satan send you? <laughs> I, was, I straight up was like, wait, did Satan send you? Because I don't know who you're talking to. You don't know me. Like I never had a conversation with this person before. Ever. But the Lord said, and when I tell you it was a week after, and I didn't even say anything out loud. I just said this within myself. Like, okay, I'm, I'm in a good place in my life, you know. I don't have to get married. You know, I don't have to have kids. I don't have to do anything. I'm, I'm in a good place in my life. It's just me and my dog. I'm a teacher. You know, like, I, I'm good. I wrote a book. Wasn't even expecting to do that. So I guess God is done using me. No, when God is done using you here on the earth, that's when you go home. <laughs> that's when you go home. Because it's like, when your purpose is fulfilled, you go home. I mean, point blank. If you are a believer in Christ... When your purpose is fulfilled, you go home. Until your purpose is fulfilled, you wake up every day. Now, you can shorten that if you want to by going out and sinning. But if you are living for Christ, until your purpose is done, you wake up every day. That's that's how it is. So, um, yeah, he, he was like, no, you, you still got stuff to do. But you know what it did? It stirred up the gift that was in me. And I took off running with that. And I have been running ever since. I'm so serious. Like, it has been like a a thing. It's been like, okay, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. And the Lord has been speaking to me. You need to do this at this time. You need to do this at this time. But I couldn't. If you aren't tuned into the Holy Spirit, if you aren't tuned into your father, if you aren't spending time with him to seek his heart for you, then you're not going to know when to discern the times and seasons. And I'm going to be completely honest. I don't read my Bible like I should every day. I don't pray like I should every day. I do pray. <laughs> I do pray. I do read my Bible, but not like I should. Because life, and not using that as an excuse, because we have to make it a point. You have to make it a point. I mean, you, if you're married, you make it a point to spend time with your spouse. I hope you do. Because if you don't, the relationship is going, um, mm, yeah. So I have to make it a point because I'm a teacher and I work two jobs and I have a podcast and I'm doing all of the stuff the Lord told me to do. Okay. Yeah. But you still got to, I still got to make a point to see him. I set up appointments to see him. Like I do purposely set aside my Saturday mornings and I call it Saturday morning brunch with Jesus. That is my time with Jesus. I don't, <laughs> I fix me a nice big old breakfast. 
with my glass of orange juice and I sit at my coffee table or not my coffee table, my dining room table and I have my spread. I might have some grits and some eggs and some toast or some cereal and toast, whatever, whatever I'm eating. And I have a whole conversation with the Lord. I write in my journal. I read my word. I spend time. That's my Saturday morning brunch. And I look forward to it every Saturday morning. He let me sleep in late. I ain't got to get up at 430 in the morning. <laughs> he lets me sleep in late. And when I get up, we have we have brunch. And y'all probably sitting there thinking I'm crazy. No, I'm no. Because that's my time with the Lord. And I'm actually smiling about it now because that's my time I get to spend with the Lord. That's time I purposely set aside for him. You know, I can't do drive. You can't do drive through meetings with Jesus. And that happens sometimes because, like I said, life, like I get up 430 in the morning to spend time with him. Sometimes I, I sleep till five and that messes me up. That 30 minutes, losing that 30 minutes is no joke. And when I do get up at 430, I spend time with him and then I work out and then I get ready, you know, take my dog outside, get her straight before I leave for work, get to work. And my day is done. Like, boom, it's, it's on 100,000 miles from there. You have to purposely set aside time to spend with the Lord. So Saturday morning, he gets all of me. He gets all my time on Saturday. I don't care unless I have something to do already scheduled. That time, that's set aside for him. I Nobody touches that time. That's my time with the Lord. Um, where I get like one-on-one, sitting at the table, writing in my journal. Sometimes he speaks to me as I'm writing. And there's my answer. Sometimes when I'm praying at my table, he just, you know, he shows up, you know, and it's a full-blown worship session. But you have to connect with the Holy Spirit. You have to connect with the Father through the Holy Spirit so that way you can know what's on his heart for you. And I tell you right now, if I don't spend that time with him, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm in a Bermuda Triangle, just out there, lost, <laughs> because I'm disconnected. I'm like, no, I got to have my time. I have my special time with him. And sometimes I'll be taking a shower and he just show up like, hey, wait a minute now. I ain't got time to do no whole worship session before work, but sometimes it turns into that. Sometimes it turns into a whole worship session. I'm just in the shower crying. Like, you know, singing gracefully broken and stuff. Got my music going. And I'm just, a song, a worship song will come on while I'm in the shower. And it just turned into a full-blown worship. My dog be scared, run somewhere. Hey, I'm sorry. Like, he just shows up. But I had, you know how long it took me for for my relationship to get like that with him? Ooh, that's a whole nother podcast. Another two podcasts. So... I tapped into him. I tapped into my source because God is not your resource. He is the source. He is the source of my strength. He is my source. When I tap into the source, he gives me a heightened sense of discernment that I can feel within me. Okay, it's time to leave this situation. It's time to back off. It's time to do. And I move with that. Because I'm going to tell you, if you don't go with the flow of the Holy Spirit, if you don't go with the flow of God, you are going to miss out. It's a scripture in the Bible that says you cannot put new wine in old wineskins. Some some people out there are still trying to operate in last season's anointing and it's over. You got to move forward. You cannot operate in old. You know what it's like to cook with old grease? That's disgusting. 
How you gonna cook with old grease? You tasted food that was cooked in old grease. They didn't dump the grease out. So your food tastes horrible, right? That's what it's like operating in an old anointing. Because the anointing can get stale. Stuff can get stale. You have to, if you, and if you, that's why some churches dry up. That's why it's only like 10 members there. Because they did not go with the flow of the Holy Spirit. Because they wanted to stay stagnant. They wanted to stick with what they knew. You cannot do that in this season. You cannot stick with what you know. You have got to go with what the Lord is showing you and what he is telling you to do. I don't care how crazy it sounds. I don't care how scary it is. It's the Lord. The Bible says the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Do it knowing that. Even though your human side is afraid, you have the strength of the Lord. You go forward in the strength of the Lord. You go forward in his strength, not your own. Because when you go forward in your strength, you're going to mess everything up. So I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast. But I just wanted to let y'all know this is your time to move. If you've been waiting for a sign, this is it. Lock into, tap into. Go with the flow of the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus gave us a comforter, the Holy Spirit. When he left, he said, I will not leave you comfortless. I'm not going to leave you out here by yourself. I'm not going to have you out here looking stupid. He sent the Holy Spirit to us. The Holy Spirit is a gift. He gave it to us. Utilize what God has put into you in this season or you're going to be stale. Lock into the Holy Spirit. Lock into the Word of God. Lock into your Heavenly Father. Lock into the source so you can move forward and give glory and honor to His name through everything that He has given you. Amen. All right. So that's all I have for y'all today. Um, I hope y'all enjoy the rest of your day. If you're off from work today, spend some time with your family. Anytime you have off from work, spend time with your family. Um, rest, relax and rejuvenate all right um i will talk to y'all next time